Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Welcome to The Witcher Cast, where we take a look into the vast universe of The Witcher, such as the games, books, shows, and so much more. Welcome back, Witchers, to another episode of The Witcher Lorecast. I am one of your hosts, Ben Otamaria, and always with me is Toasty. Hello. And today's episode, we are going to go over some of the recent news from the Witcher universe, from Netflix specifically. And uh, yeah, we are, uh, I'm assuming we're going to a deep dive with the trailer of Sirens of the Deep. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I wonder, do we, should we just let it play all the way through first and then break it down after yeah i mean might as well um so listeners uh since obviously we don't live stream these episodes anymore you will hear the audio of the trailer itself and then we're going to break it down for you i know who you are there we go white wolf we have a monster problem off our shore witcher your services are required sent you after me. We've had peace for too many tides to have it end now. I'm not helping justify a war. War has already begun. Well, there you have it. Uh, all of the sound from the it's it's a fifty-seven minute or fifty-seven second it's fifty-seven trailer. minute video, 50, or some fifty-seven second video, but, but it like goes to like it's like around 40. thirty. Yeah, it's around yeah. thirty to forty seconds of the actual trailer itself. So it's, it's about a thirty-five second trailer, like actually. So yep, yeah. but you know, it's better than nothing. This is true. So, it is better than nothing. Uh, but yeah, let's let's just get right into it. Yeah, so um, I'm just going to... I know who you are. So the first point to really stop at is obviously, you know, we're seeing that they're using the Netflix design for things. Um, so we see the, like, Netflix style medallion. Um, the other thing, right... 
is I cannot find who this narrator is. I don't know who the narrator is. He sounds like Matthew Mercer. <laughs> like, yeah, I, I honestly, I wouldn't be surprised if it is Matthew Mercer. <laughs> yeah, like just like listen to this fucking voice. I'm gonna let it play through. What he's just the part where the narrator's. Talking. I know who you are, White Wolf. We have a monster problem off our shore. Like it's like it's like he's trying to do like a little bit of an accent to it, but like it's still like it's like wild and like I know it's I feel like it's probably not, but it's just I can't get it out of my brain. <laughs> it sounds like Matthew. Who you are fucking Mercer. So yeah, but yeah. So we get the pause here, so we get the the lady in the background. But yeah, so we get like a shot of Geralt's. Um, and it is definitely, I know I said like, it looked like he was kind of like, maybe like a hybrid. I definitely think he looks more like Netflix Geralt now. Um, because Witcher three Geralt does not have those shoulders. Oh yeah. No, <laughs> he's got yeah. massive fucking shoulders, bro. Yeah. So, now that I'm looking at it, like at the still shot. Yeah. It's a lot more, uh, Netflix inspired than yeah, Witcher and he's 3. got like his. But he's mean, even got like his silver sword, like that's the Netflix design mm-hmm. and stuff. So, mm-hmm. but and then here we also have what I assume to be Essie Davin behind him, um, because this particular mo- uh, movie is going to be based off of the short story "A Little Sacrifice," and she is part of it. I'm not sure what role she'll be fulfilling in it, seeing as how Yennefer is also a part of this movie, apparently. Yeah. So I don't know. Maybe Yennefer's part is like a dream or like a flashback or something. I don't know. But it's going to be interesting. And, you know, I, I, I realized something just now looking at this. I forgot that a detail about Essie was that like her because uh, doesn't dandelion call her like a little eye or something like that something because she like always that. like uses her hair to cover one one of her eyes mm-hmm. so i i just realized i just remembered that and i'm like oh yeah no her hair is covering her fucking eye we have a monster problem so this i'm assuming is just like them looking at like the setting that they're going to but it's just Geralt, Essie, and Yeskir uh, looking at just some fucking mountains. So I guess they're going somewhere together, um, assuming. Yep. Um, and, and it is... N- I was going to say, notably, Yaskir, if you go watch the the teaser, he's in his Witcher 1, Season 1, Get Up. Mm-hmm. So yeah. we can tell from just his Get Up alone where this kind of takes place in the timeline. Yeah, and based on the the research I've been doing, this takes place between episode four and five in season one, specifically. So he's already met Yennefer, but he has not met Siri yet. So Siri's not going to be part of this at all. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. sure. So it's a couple like quick shots here. Uh, we see a mermaid swimming down. I'm wondering if this is going to be the specific mermaid from uh, the story. I can't remember her name. Um, mm, possibly? But like, because it's like there was the whole part of the story was that like there was a 
uh, like the mayor of the town and this mermaid were like in love with each other, but like the mermaid wanted him to like come down to the water, but he didn't want to do that. He wanted her to come up the land. So it was like this dramatic thing that led into more conflict, but, and obviously they're going to expand upon this conflict because like, this is the only aquatic wait like this and like maybe a few others uh are the only ones we see in the actual story so right um it, and then i almost i missed this definitely on my first one because this is the quickest fucking shot ever oh i did not see that my uh, the first yeah. time i either holy crap yeah so i was like watching through it or whatever um it looked like i was so unsure because i was like this is like some like a bird person um because it kind of looks like like feathers and then like it gets a little bit closer and looks like more fish i was assuming fish um because of your service just like the appearance there yeah and then you see more of its appearance here and it looks like it's like got like it's like chitinous but it's got like the little fins or spines or something like that um Mm -hmm. so i was like is it a bug or like a crustacean it was just weird for two minutes. Um, but I like, I did a little digging, and I think it's supposed to be a vadianoi, which is a fish, a, or like a fish-like monster. So maybe we know that they they change the appearances and stuff for the these like animated shows a lot, so it's hard to tell really what some of the monsters are because of the way that they do things and like the designs and whatnot. So I don't know, but this next part we get to see, uh, it seems to be some sort of like a mermaid or like siren King addressing a full ass army of like, uh, more of these like kind of crustacean monsters, there's sharks, like just actual sharks. Um, I don't know what the fuck these are. Oh, yeah. Um, like mermaid-like. I don't know. Like, that, I, it's those are... very hard to tell by the design, and I'm just like so caught up because I'm pretty sure these aren't supposed to be titties, but they look like saggy titties. <laughs> they do. <laughs> it's, it's throwing me off. Uh, <clears throat> but yeah, this is this this apparent king seems to be addressing he says we've had peace for too many tides to have it end and now um and there was also and we'll there's not much to break down on it there was there was an announcement uh teaser uh that happened uh that was not like was different from this one that was just it was just Geralt and he's making like basically like a he says like a line about how like uh humans like overstepping and it's not even about survival it's about greed so suggests that yeah you i'll i think ben hasn't seen this there's a little like it's real short and it just shows Geralt like walking up and he's talking about how humans are like kind of overstepping the thing and then he like pulls out his sword and it's like glowing purple and he says it's not even about sustenance anymore. It's about greed or survival. Oh, wait. So, yeah, I have seen that. Yeah, that one. So, yeah. So it, it obviously uh, leans towards the idea that this is some conflict between 
humans and uh, these mer people. Peace for too many tides to have it in now. So, next quick thing. I mean, these are these are trailers, so they fucking go fast. Yeah. We see Geralt attacking a person, like mm -hmm. a human person, um, who obviously has to be important enough because this man has a different hair color and different eye color so he's obviously got to be a character that's in it more than just this time um that's how you tell an animated series that someone's an important character <laughs> they have <laughs> different color hair or eyes they're important you know if the main character you know when you watch an animated film or in anime you know who the main character is because of typically of their hairstyle or hair color see the real thing is right if we lean into the fact that maybe it's matt mercer doing the fucking uh narration maybe he's playing a character in this this show and this guy kind of looks a little matthew mercer-ish like his design was like matthew mercer doesn't have like red hair but like the hair is very similar to matt's hair so like what if he's what if what if he's voicing this character hmm that would be interesting. Um, it'd be cool. It'd be, I'd be, it'd be so fucking hype if this is a fucking, <laughs> if this, if this is a fucking movie that has both the voice of Doug Cockle and Matthew Mercer in it, I will, I don't even know. I don't even know what I'm going to do. <laughs> right. And notably when he's attacking this so-called person, uh, he's jumping off the helm of the ship uh, towards the actual the uh, deck the mass of the ship to the deck and he's using ard right in midair mm -hmm. which yep. looks epic yeah it looks, the thing is weird because he looks like he's silver yeah. sword that's weird yeah that was that was a weird one i just noticed that he's got a silver sword so it's a little strange but you know maybe maybe he's just been rocking his sword like the silver sword for this whole thing because he thinks he's monster hunting and he didn't bring the other one possibly because I mean, this is more loosely loosely based off of like, you know, book Geralt who doesn't actually like wear both the swords. Mm -hmm. He like keeps the silver sword like t stowed away until he needs it and will like bring it out like it's kind of almost like a ritual. So like he doesn't carry two swords on his person at all times. The right. games just do that to be more convenient, more convenient and cool. Yeah. It's fucking blasted too. So, uh, yeah, this is the part here where he's obviously talking to Yennefer, and we know that it's going to be Yennefer because uh, we're uh, Anya Chalotra is going to to voice her for this too. We don't actually hear her talk, um, and I would also like to just state for the record: look, people on the internet, and like it's fine because no one can like call you out specifically. But, like, y'all some horny motherfuckers. Because, <laughs> like, YouTube has this feature, right? They have this feature where, like, if you go scroll along, you know, the, the like, time bar of the YouTube video, it tells you what part is the most replayed. The most replayed part is this. <laughs> Is uh, Yennefer, who's butt-ass naked, diving into the water? Yeah. <laughs> Though, for the record, I also... I noticed that, and I was like, what? <laughs> also, for the record, you don't see anything. <laughs> yeah, you don't. The water's, like, covering her butt, so... 
But yeah, so it sounds like, but like he's saying, I'm not helping justify a war. This is Geralt talking, um, which I guess we kind of sped past the part where like, but we've we've already said it, you know, Doug Cockle, like we we hear his voice talking as Geralt. Um, and so it, it begs the question, is he saying this to Yennefer in like this moment? <clears throat> and is so if so, is this like, maybe he saw her like he got the job and he was like maybe with her when he did or something or is she like visiting his dreams or something and he's kind of like i don't know being Geralt and trying to like not play either side or something i don't know yeah who knows because yeah with her or is unifer just in the fucking movie regularly that's see that's the thing like it's so i mean i know they're they're Netflix has been obviously with Witcher one or season one and two, and even three, adding a lot more to Yennefer's character and story, which is great. But it's just to the point to where adding her, of her too much into stories that we know are well. The thing is, where she's right? Not included. The thing is, is that because I think. Because I think this is like we've talked about this before with with Netflix. I think like they they seem to be coming from the perspective that like having a main character that sleeps around and has like so many relationships isn't something they're going for. Because like the stuff with Triss, he doesn't have any like romantic uh, engagement with Triss in the the show at all. We don't see him with any of the other people. We don't like, we're probably not going to see him later with Frangela Vigo or um, Coral or whoever. Like he's, he's been with Mil- so many people. Milva, who's going to be yeah. in season four. Yeah. So like they, we haven't been seeing like, they basically made it more like it's Geralt and Yennefer. Mm-hmm. And, and because, and I'll give a Spoiler warning here for anyone that doesn't uh, hasn't read the book and wants to keep things uh, relatively, you know, vague for when they watch this. Um, the story, a little sacrifice, involves Geralt's romantic uh, engagement with Essie Dobbin, who is a friend of Dandelion's. But then they get involved and have this very like intense passionate but brief uh like fling uh before like the end of the story and they go their separate ways so if so if Yennefer is in it regularly it begs the question like what is Essie's role in this right um so who knows yeah I don't know I mean for I mean for context of the story purpose, I'm kind of leaning hoping that it's more of like him dreaming or flashbacks to his time with Yin, uh, to where you know he could be having a relationship with Etsy in this in this animated film, and then when he's having said relationship, he's thinking back on his time with Yin. I I would I would be cool with that because I that honestly... would make more sense to me. It would make more sense, and like the the relationship between Essie and Geralt is one of my favorite ones in the entire book. Without like, it's just one story, but I still 
this is my favorite short story in the books. So I like this more than The Last Wish or whatever. So, uh, yeah. But we'll continue. And justify a war. Uh, and then it seems like this Vajinoy he's fighting in his camp is blasting him with some sort of like water attack. Mm -hmm. um, and we see him blocking the brunt of it and we get a real close up on like the black eyes and like the veins like spire or like branching out from them. It just looks really cool. It's just a very cool action shot here. Um, the the animation on like the, the mutagens here is really cool. So, war has already. And then we begun. get to the end, just seeing Geralt fighting one of these monsters under the water. Witcher Sirens of the Deep, coming late 2024. So yep. we got some time. We got a whole uh, year. <laughs> a whole year, but you know, like you said, it's a very short trailer. And like, we don't. There's they didn't hide any like huge details in it. No. Um, so nothing like too crazy, but it's fun to to see. It was a very unexpected trailer whenever it did drop, and uh, I mean, I'm excited. I'm excited oh, yeah. about it. I mean, this is something, and I think I've said this like last week. I was not expecting. Uh, to get any Witcher news from the Netflix Geeked weekend because, you know, the writer's strike was going on and all that stuff. And, you know, this the transition from Cavill to Hemsworth has a lot of people, you know, up and up in the air with it. So we weren't sure if we were going to see anything. But then they, you know, drop to this trailer. And then when you see said trailer, you hear the voice of Geralt neither the Netflix Geralt's. So, I mean, mm -hmm. heck, I would be fine with if they just animated the rest of Nef uh, the Netflix Geralt, uh, Netflix series for Witcher. Yeah. That would be cool. And thank God it just had Doug Cockle. Yep, there you go. <laughs> Problem <laughs> solved. We don't need him, so let's get another. <laughs> we have the We have the voice. That's all we need. <laughs> Honestly, I mean, like, this is like for I would say the vast majority of people in the Witcher like fan base like Doug Cockle is Geralt. Yeah. Like like I loved Cavill's performance. He did incredible. Uh, you know I I'm I was fucking heartbroken to see him like be leaving the show, but like Doug Cockle is Geralt. Like he just is. So yeah. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, hell, didn't Henry Cavill base his voice off of yeah, the one so, that Cockle did for the games? A little so. fun fact here. Um, you can go and actually watch this interview when he was for The Witcher. When he was trying to find his voice for it, when, he, you know, Henry being the nerd he is, he's he played all the games, he's read all the books. Uh, he's even done, the, he's, ever, he's even listened to the audiobooks to where he went in his audition for Geralt he asked if he wanted if they wanted like a uh, rough or um, gravelly voice 
And they straight up told him, oh, no, just use your regular voice. I was like, oh, okay. And then it was like halfway through season one to where he found his Geralt voice, which was like in between the audiobook um, reader and Doug Cockle's like voice. It's like right in between there with his own spin. But yeah, he heavily based his stuff on Doug Cockle's um, work with The Witcher, obviously, because that's all we really know from The Witcher, voice-wise. Peter Kinney, right? I think it's Peter Kinney. Peter Kinney, is, he does the audiobooks? I believe so. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. and he does a really, gr- like, really good Geralt voice during mm-hmm. when you're listening to the audiobooks. Yes. Great Geralt voice, great pronunciations of names in the first ones. Except for Dandelion. That's the only thing I have a problem with. I love Dandelion. (laughs) I was cool with Dandelion. (laughs) And he he did it for the first two books. And then the saga books, he went to Dandelion. I was like, just pick one. I think and I, I think, think he probably did him, and some, then somebody was like, "It's Dandelion. You, you got to say Dandelion." <laughs> so you just switch it up. But like, <laughs> I fucking love Dandelion, bro. That shit was that shit was incredible. It was hilarious. That's it how they funny. say it in Rivia, okay? God. <laughs> hey, that's fair. That's understandable. <laughs> but um, so we're not going to do a traditional mid break for this show. So I just want to thank all of our patrons uh supporting the show i want to thank our higher vampire jared m for uh supporting us as well to get a shout out every week uh if you want to become a patron you can become a patron at patreon.com slash witcher lorecast where you can get ad free episodes or even join us on the on the show once a month at the end of the month which our patron chat will be next week so patrons figure out what you want to talk about and uh, also, you can give us reviews and comments on Apple and Spotify. If you leave a star review on Apple, we'll read it out loud the next time on the show. As well as a nice comment on Spotify, which I know we don't have any reviews on Apple at the moment. Would you not? And let me see the Spotify. And we do not have any on Spotify at the moment. So, there's that. And then you can also join us on a few different Discord servers. The uh, Robots Radio Discord at robotsradio.net, as well as my own Discord server, the Ben and Friends Podcasting, to where you can find this show, as well as the other shows that I host. And uh, you can also find me on Twitch at uh, twitch.tv slash benoptomario, where I have been streaming games a little bit more recently, trying to get my channel affiliated. So, go help me out. That's all I huh? have for that part. Um, yeah. And but, you can catch me doing the Cyberpunk Warcast. Uh, oh, wait, did you already do that? I heard no, you I haven't done that yet. <laughs> you were plugging your shit. That's what throwing me. Never mind. No. Uh, but is Transition there any- B. <laughs> yeah, right. Uh, is there anything we want to add left to the Netflix uh, trailer breakdown or anything? No, I think that's about it. I mean, I, to keep it like. We'll just keep it vague. I mean, if you want to know the story, uh, go read A Little Sacrifice or listen to Penny, Peter Kinney tell you about A Little Sacrifice. Um, 
I highly recommend it. It's my favorite. But which is that in it Last seemed Wish? The second one, the, Sword of Destiny, Sword of Contempt, or Sword of Destiny. Sword of Destiny. I just, okay. just <laughs> Sword of Contempt. <laughs> I just added two of them together. <laughs> um, no, that that'd be so weird. Nope. <laughs> the yeah, Sword that, of Destiny, not the Sword of Contempt. The that's. That's completely different and not Witcher. I want you to bet there's a movie, there's a, not a movie, uh, a book out there called The Sword of Contempt. Probably. Probably some fucking shitty fantasy novel. <laughs> Probably. Uh, who knows? I'm going to go look up that later. Who knows? Um, but yeah, so Toasty, where can people find you? Uh, you can find me doing the Cyberpunk Lorecast. As well as the Cyberpunk Red Live Play podcast, Cyberpunk Cyberpunk Apostrophe D. <clears throat> awesome. And you can also find me on my other shows, the Holocron Histories, the Final Fantasy Lorecast, and the Wizarding World Lorecast, all a part of the Robots Radio Network. Um, but yeah, that's all we have for this week's episode. So thank you for listening to the Witcher Lorecast. And, and uh, if you're in the us because i think we're the only people to celebrate it have a happy thanksgiving because this will be dropping the day before i believe Um, yes that is true and uh stay safe on the path thank you for listening to the witcher Lorecast. you can find us on the robots radio discord at robotsradio.net you can find us on the Ben and Friends podcasting Discord, where you can share your thoughts, comments, or even experiences with the Witcher lore. You can also find us on Twitter at Witcher Lorecast. <laughs>